Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Tonight's show, how to get more sensual sex and when to get intimate in a new relationship. Thanks for listening. Tonight's show is brought to you by Rave by WeVibe. It's a new, powerful, and sensually sculpted G-Spot vibrator. Okay, if you've been running around in circles looking for your G-Spot, search no more. The Rave will lead you directly to the gates of G-Spot glory. With Rave by WeVibe, you'll enjoy a sensual, intimate experience. It's beautiful. You've got to see this product. Asymmetrical design transforms a gentle twist of your hand into truly intense sensations. It's curved, so it's easy to use. Rave offers effortless control of your pleasure. So it has a very unique shape. You guys just check it out. Go to our website, sexatelmy.com. It leads directly to your G-spot. I've never seen anything like it. When you press down gently on the handle, you get just the right amount of pressure. Give it a little twist and the soft edges, they, they, they stimulate the most sensitive areas of your vagina, which often you cannot reach on your own or with a penis. Sorry, guys. You can also increase the vibration intensity with the easy-to-use controls to please your G-spot even more with the powerful rumbly vibrations of the rave packs it's rechargeable body safe splash proof and has 10 preset vibration modes to choose from also create your own custom vibes get your other features when you pair rave with your smartphone you can use it with your smartphone they have a we connect app get ready to twist and shout with the rave by we vibe go to wevibe.com or just click on the Wevibe banner on sexwithemily.com use promo code emily for a special discount for all you amazing sex with emily listeners You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. You can check out all of our podcasts, sign up for our mailing list. Have you signed up for our mailing list? It's so awesome. Our emails, you will love them. I'm here with Anderson. Hi, Anderson. Yo, Em. How you doing? Good. How are you, kid? I am so good. Yeah. What's I've had wrong a crazy with week. What do you mean? Who has not signed up for your email yet? I don't know because people tell me all the time, like, yeah, I like your podcast. I love your emails. You know, I hate getting, like, junk email from people. And I'm being totally honest. But, like, when I'm having a bad day, which is a lot of days for me, and uh, I'll be, I'll have to go to the email. I hate going to the email. (laughs) Me too. And I'll be slogging through all the email. And then I get a, a little Sex with Emily show uh, email, and I'm like, oh, and it like, brings a little cheer, a little oh, cheer I to your day. I love that. So if, you, like, if you're working in the office or something, know that you're just going to get a little random cheer from the M exactly. every now and again. Yeah. So exactly. If you've missed some podcasts for the week or you want to read, you know, because we do a lot of like information that's like written. We do a lot of journalism. Like we do a lot of- um, it's, a, it's a full-time job. More dude. than full-time. Well, if you guys well, knew what... <laughs> how much this woman works on sex- it's like, I'd say 65, 70 hours at least. Because I would think pretty much every waking moment you're thinking some part of your brain is yeah. devoted to this show. It's true. And what you do. It's true. And even in my goddamn dreams, it sneaks in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, was I really on the Sibian and my landlord walked in? At least they're exciting in? dreams. They, they are yeah. exciting dreams. That's so bad. You're right. It's not you like you're having a sex. dream about your cubicle. Exactly. That's true. Thank God. Thank God I've not been in a cubicle since I was like 25 years old. Hey, but nothing against anyone who's listening no, to No, I love that you're in a cubicle because you guys, have st- I actually admire people who have very like 
steady, stable jobs. Like my mom always says to me, and if you guys have not listened to the live show podcast, it's been people love That's it. That's a reminder. I got to do that. Yeah. I need to go back oh, and you listen. listen. Yeah. Well, dude, it's all about you. Uh-huh. Um, you're in it. and But I do. I tell the whole story and people have been very entertained by it, how I started this podcast and how it all came down. But, you know, my mom always says to me, um, you didn't choose the easy route whenever I'm complaining because she's right. She's like, you're smart. You can get a job. And um, but this is what I'm You're I following your passion, kid. Your passion, passion is your crotch, and I commend you for it. <laughs> it's my crotch. It's your crotch. Mm-hmm. Your crotches. Not that mine, are listening. in particular. Just no, all the crotches all listening. listening crotches. I care about your crotches. crotches. Um, crotch eye. The crotch show. You should start a new show called the Crotch Show. I should start a new podcast like you. You're just whipping out new podcasts all the time. Yeah, I started Cinematics uh, earlier this year. New podcast. Everyone check it out. Yeah, we're up to episode two or three now. I was uh, actually going to call you because I'm like craving to see a movie next week because I haven't seen any yet this year. Go see Room. Oh, okay. It'll freak you out. Freak me out in a good way or bad way? Because right now I'm just freaked out by the stuff in my mind. Best picture. Okay. It's a great movie. I love it. Room. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm seeing a movie when all this hell's over. No, it hasn't been hell. It's been a really, it's actually been a great week because, so January, the month of January, we have four sex conferences. Is January like a ass rim like month, sex or month or anything? No, no, that's, no. Uh, ass month is, anal month is August. Okay. Um, but January is sex conference month. So Sounding we, month? Is there a sounding month? No, God, you know no. We don't want to promote that. I do not sound any yeah. thing in your penis. We don't right. want to talk about that for a month or for a minute. Thank you. Um, don't do that. But no, we have our ANME, which is the Adult Novelty Manufacturers Expo. That was that was last week. And um, it was actually really fun because every, and this is the one that's um, open, you know, just to B2B kind of thing. And so all you know literally there's hundred different manufacturers there of like a gazillion different sex toys and products and it was really funny because there's this one brand called sport sheets and i love them if you're ever looking for like you know anything that uh kinky bondage you want to tie your partner up but it seems like kind of confusing to you and do i have to buy you know handcuffs no everything is velcro and really cool so they've been around for 20 years 25 years the company nice guy from michigan started it tom and it was so funny because they were like let me do a demo and i've known their products for years so this guy who started it he's like come over to the sports sheets booth because they're all these booths right everyone's like emily emily because you know they all know me and they want me to check out their toys and i really only talk about the products on the show just so y'all know that i've tried and that i like so sports sheets they actually have sent me like their underbed restraints which are really cool because they just actually live under your bed and there's four what? cuffs yeah so they're called under bed because you put them under the bed when so you're they're done. always under Do my bed parents use them on their troubled kids to restrain their children. Yes. I don't know. I They've never talked about that. But like under my bed, if I ever want, anyone ever wants to, you know, cuff me up, they're there. There's You're Velcro. poor maid. I'm thinking of her again. I know. in your room. She just came today, my new one. She keeps uh, sex slaves in her room. Oh, I know. No. Exactly. I lock people up. Be careful. She never wants to see me. It's weird. She's like, I'll be there when you're not there. Maybe that's why. Does she not go in your room? No, she does. Oh. My house is she, so small. My house is found. like my room. That's a good sign of a good maid because obviously she's not sweeping under your bed. Because she would have found your sex restraints under exactly. there no, and then been under, terrified of your room. Right. Well, no, they're under the mattress. So anyway, they're really cool because they always live there. And they're like, hey, want to do some bondage? But anyway, sports sheet, what I didn't realize, they have this sheet, right? It's nice cotton, really good sheet. But anything Velcro will stick to it. So the guy who runs it, he took all, Tom, he took all these restraints and showed me how cool it is that it's just Velcro. But when you put it down, it's actually, I can't lift my arms up. So he had me, if you go to my Instagram, Sex with Emily, you can check it out. And he had me all like, you know, bound, bounded, bind. I was bind, bound, down. And bound. then he had Madison. Bound. bound. You were bound. 
I was bound. And then it's just cool because you can stick all these cool Velcro, like you want a spreader bar or you want, there's this doggy. Spreader okay, bar. Spreader bar when your legs, you, you know. spreading the legs there. Yeah. Okay. So here's the funny thing. They have a doggy strap, right? It's like a, for doggy style. Mm-hmm. Sounds like not for Stanley. It's not um, for like your not dog, for your, dog your troubled animal. No. But it goes around like if you're having doggy style sex, you put you pull your partner close to you, um, and you oh. wrap it around her waist, and then you have doggy style. Is it like a rubber band, close. so you can no, like, it's like a big, the, yeah, like a wrestler against kind the ropes. Of, yeah, but you like pull them in, and you can like like jack it up so it's in the right place. But they also have a vibrating strap, so there's a vibrator that mm-hmm. hits your close. It's just super cool. So he's like, try this. So he had me do it with Madison, my producer. You did you did video. Yeah. We go, oh, okay. my God. We did like an hour video. It was hilarious. Okay. So that was super Hours fun. I was long. humping Madison in front of an audience. I look and there's people taking photos. Right. It was like a tourist thing. And I, I mean, usually it's not. Your mom must be so proud. It was really funny. But Madison actually posted on her Instagram, which you check out. It was like, uh, what's her what's Madison her Instagram? Price. It's Madison Price. Check it out. You've seen me tag her a lot, but it's funny because she's like, my boss yeah, is really riding me today. We've seen you tag her quite a bit. Quite a bit. And then I did this week, so it was busy. I did a show for um, CBS News, which is going to air the week before Valentine's Day, and it was all about online dating. Not about it was a frogs. Five day segment or zombies. Nope, you're they didn't doing ask the me anything about thing. frogs. Okay. It was five. It's going to be a five day segment, and it's all about online dating, best practices, and then one of the days is what to do if you don't want to date online. And um, and then we found a couple who've been together over a year and met online. So it was really cool, like reviewing, you know, Bumble, you know, you know, Tinder, right? Swipe app. I'm familiar swipe with Tinder. Left, yes. right. I've never swiped anywhere. I missed that. Well, you're old married, boat. right? You don't need to swipe. What is this we Bumble? swipe so you don't have to. So Bumble is a new one. It's like the Sadie Hawkins app where women oh, yes. swipe. Kitty, so kitty. women choose the guy, and then if they match, he'll you know they send the first message though. And I know a lot of women have been very empowered by it because they're like, it's my job. They're on the app. I'm reaching out. And they even said that Amy Schumer met her new boyfriend on Bumble. So I talked about that. I talked about um, Hinge. I talked about, which is another swipe app. I talked about, um, there's one for dogs, Tin Dog. No, come on. People what are you like doing? their dogs. Yeah. But what are they, hooking them up with other dogs? No, but people love their dogs. Like, here's my dog, your dog. Let's go up the Runyon Canyon and go for a hike. Oh, I see. They meet through their dogs. Exactly. And then today, uh-huh. I did the Fab Life, which Can you is imagine a what I could have done with Stanley back in the day. Oh my God. Well, oh. Stanley, is he just a heartbreaker? Damn. I could have just yeah, I could have cleaned up. Yeah. Damn this true. marriage. Dog will get you laid. Yeah. Stanley got. I realized just Stanley having a dog. Stanley get you laid. Well, I'm already dating. So you watched my dog for two he and a half weeks. He actually almost unlaid me. He's like, Stanley's sleeping really? in the bed. I'm like, yes. <laughs> he delayed you. Well, it's okay. funny because Ross was like, I brought him over the house, and and that's like my favorite thing is sleeping with Stanley. Like I told you, I woke up a few weeks ago and I was like, yeah. petting the side of the. Where's Stanley? My wife and I fight over him. He's very, he's very he's cuddle so friendly. He's so cuddly, and yeah. thank you. I'm excited to watch him next week. Um, but Fab Life, I did that today. That's going to air February second. It's a talk show syndicated. Chrissy Teigen's the host, mm-hmm. and I talked about Kegel exercises. Nice. <laughs> You know me, I love it. And I had to walk an entire Pets. audience of women through doing their Kegel exercises. Were they all cool with it, or did any like run for the doors? No, they were like, okay, it was it was fun. But it was like, you know how it is if you do a talk show, any of these popular talk shows, you're there for five hours. Right. They're running around. They do know how to do this and that. And you're going to be saying well, these three things, machine, and yeah. everything's checked. And then you're there for four hours, and my segment is four minutes. Yeah. And then TV, out. they have no respect for time. No freaking respect. It's true. It's a lot of hurry up and wait. It's TV. Um... So that was fun. And um, also, I'm doing, if you are in this area, Valentine's Day, it's coming up fast. Oh, Anderson, I'm so glad. I Has it already been a year since I've heard you say Valentine's Day? Oh, this is my Michigan accent comes out. Yeah, it has been. Say it again. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. (laughs) It's coming up, yo. And Anderson, the best thing was when you texted me to watch Stanley that week, I assumed that that you were out of town because you were going away for Valentine's Day with your wife. 
Valentine. Sure enough, I said, oh, great. Now I'll have a Valentine having Stanley. Right. And you're like, oh, shit, it's Valentine's Day. I had Day. no idea it was Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, February 14th. Uh, every does year. Valentine's Day always land on President's Weekend? No. I mean, yes, pretty much it does. Really? Yeah, really. It's, it's going to be love a tough. Because I'm going out of town. I'm going to Denver to, to see a band. And I had nothing to do with romance. Had to do, do with you honey. want a sex toy to bring her? Ween is getting back together. We are going to, to Denver to see my favorite band who's been broken up for five years. Who? And she's like, sure, Ween. Oh, Ween. Ween. Okay. So anyway, it's coming up. Um, Anderson knows about it now. You should too. Yes. On February 2nd. Yes. 7 p.m. I'm an upcoming workshop. I want a sex toy. At Hustler Hollywood, but it's in West Covina. Ooh. Ooh. So if you're in West Covina, West which Co. is, is that what it's called? Yeah, it's out by Orange County. There's a lot of people out there. Okay. So come, you guys. It's Shopping with Emily. So I'm going to take you shopping to find the best gifts that you want to find for you, mm-hmm. the lover in your life. Send an email to rsvp at sexwithemily.com because I will see you there because it'll be fun. And uh, I love seeing everyone take you shopping so you won't mess up and get her like pots and pans when she doesn't <laughs> that want. That is not messing up. You should get her an apron and. Uh... Right. Get her a new vacuum. Yeah, maybe That's some exactly prenatal vitamins. But you don't, right, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to get, oh, maybe with your case. But hey, what you are you talking about? You never talk to me about that stuff. No, I don't talk about that. Is she pregnant? No. No. Oh my God, she's pregnant. No, she's not. She, I promise you, my wife's not pregnant. I'm not, I'm not scheduled to have a child at this moment. I promise you. Okay, got it. Phew. But you tell me, not phew. I mean, I'd be really excited. Kind of my life would be over. Kids are life killers. They're fun it's killers. It's kind of true. Two of my friends had babies over the holidays, but two of my best friends back to back, like one had it on Christmas, one had it the day before. And yeah. it was, uh, I haven't talked to them. I know there's a good chance. They're out of my life. We'll have a, if we do have a kid, my life will be, uh, it just won't be fun anymore. It'll be great. It just won't be fun. Well, it's funny. That's I, what I, hear. I, I just went to the stand up thing the other night. It was like a storytelling series. Uh-huh. And there's this guy who goes, okay. Was it the moth? No, it wasn't the moth, but it was something like that. He got, he said, because, okay, you guys, I don't know if any of you are fathers here, but okay. Think about everything that you love doing, like the things in your life that you just, everything that makes you happy. Blackout drunk. Put those aside because you're never going to do them again yeah. once you have a kid. See? But that's not true. It comes, your life Kills comes comedy, back. comedy, too. I remember, I'll never forget, I went to some comedy show where like big, my favorite comedians were all doing their act that night and just happened to be that they all recently had kids and every single one of them just did like dad jokes and like jokes about being a dad. I'm like, ah. Oh. Kids kill comedy, too. Unless <laughs> you unless your dad. And you can unless relate. you're a dad, yes. That's true. Um, it doesn't kill up. No, it's just a little pause. And it's supposed to be the best thing ever. They and do come from sex, so it's related to what it's you true. do. It's right? true. No, I, I support people having children. I'll come visit you all. I'll send you a nice basket. I'm not going to have kids of my own. Um, but let's uh, talk about sex a little bit more. Sex in the News, because I know you love, love Sex in the News. Love okay, it. Cupid, very popular dating site. They added a feature to find threesome partners. Ah, <sighs> The mystical and coveted threesome. A wondrous achievement achievement often pursued that rarely materializes, but now OkCupid is helping make the dreams of those pursuing polyamorous trysts come into fruition. On Friday, the dating site rolled out a new feature allowing users who are listed as seeing someone are married or in an open relationship to link their profiles and search for other people to join their relationship. Then the couple will able to uh, will be able to double team prospective lovers and cheesy pickup lines. I guess so. No mm-hmm. more swinger clubs needed. Organize a beautiful menage a trois on the comfort of your bed. So here's the interesting thing: the new feature comes with increasing demand for polyamorous relationships. So the site says that forty percent, forty four percent of your mm-hmm. users would consider dating someone already involved in an open relationship. Apparently, 24% of OkCupid users are seriously interested in group sex. (laughs) Seriously interested. I wonder if the options were like moderately interested, somewhat. Um, Considering that nearly every dude wants to be involved in group sex and girls are more inclined to be bisexual, the figure should be at least 67%. But right now, it's 24%. Um, 
The number of people who said they are solely committed to monogamy is 44%, down from 56% in 2010. So are we all just becoming a polyamorous love circle? In this country, I don't know. Super AIDS is coming. No, people just it's use coming. protection. Hey, you all know what this time. is, Em? Right? It's a it's it's a response to I think it's called Thrinder. Is that what it's called? Thrinder. There is that yep, one that's app that's exactly. just for threesomes, and they're like, hey, we could work this into our model and gag. They're and all like, that why action. not? Why not? Um, so yeah, if you want to have a threesome, the coveted threesome, um, check that out. Also, coveted threesome. People love the threesome, you know, but it's funny because I was talking about this morning to a friend and he was like, you know, yeah, I've had them. They're not so great. They don't work out. But I personally had success, I have to say. Mm-hmm. But and only do it mean? if you're in a really does, good place. What does success mean? I've never had a bad, I've had like a several threesomes, yeah. handful. Any relationships were were you involved no, in? No, well, that's why. that's why. I, I happen that's to think the, the best ones are when you're casually dating someone right. and then you're like, oh, that's casually. You know casually it's not going to last. Yeah. Right. It's tricky. A lot of people who are married can make it happen. You should check out my show I did with Holly and Michael, The Swingers, a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. People ponytail. love that show. No ponytail. He's hot, mm-hmm. Michael. Um, okay. One in 10 Americans would do porn for $1 million. Wait a minute. Did you sleep with those guys? No. You're talking about how hot he is. He's hot. He mm-hmm. wants to, kind of. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But we've, yeah, no, think, not yet. Yeah, okay. I'll keep you posted. It'd be good material for the show. Uh, one in 10 Americans would do porn for $1 million. They probably figure why not. It might make them some more money after that. I mean, look at Kim Kardashian. Everybody has a price. And while that might not be entirely true for many Americans, it's the case for more than you think. They admit that they would be going uh, willing to go to incredible, often horrible lengths for a big, fat paycheck. According to a new, new survey uh, of 1,000 people conducted by OnePoll.com, for $1,000, 15% of people would be willing to shoplift <laughs> or bet on a fixed sporting event. What? For $100,000, 25% of people will swipe a street sign. What? I've done that. I've done both. I've done all these things. I know. One in five to forge a signature or steal from a restaurant or a hotel. Wow. I've stole stuff. I take towels from hotels. Absolutely steal from those corporate pricks. Yep. For a cool million, mm-hmm. Americans would commit credit card fraud, punch a stranger in the face, smuggle drugs over the border, or star in an amateur porn. I've done all those things but the amateur porn. And I've started an amateur porn. You have? Oh, well, I yeah, didn't but start. you weren't. Yeah, that's not what they mean, though, Em. You know that. You no, can't be like. I wasn't naked. Clothed. No, no. There's a show. Uh, it was called Marriage 2.0, and it's and I play myself. I right. help couples open up their relationship. She takes notes on, on sex and banging, and she gives notes to them as they're banging. Exactly. No, I don't do that. But that actually would be a good service. Um, <laughs> so uh, men were nearly three times more likely than women to perform a sex act on a stranger for a million, or a billion, four times willing to commit murder for a billion. That's so dumb, though. And you go to jail for your life and you make a billion bucks. Yeah. They're not saying you're going to commit murder and not go to jail. Right. People are silly. You can't spend your billion unless you're El Chapo. Dude, I know. What are these people thinking? Okay. Um, I've got some emails. Do it. Let's, Let's do it. Let's get into the B-balls. Okay. Thanks, everyone, emailing me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. I so appreciate you emailing me. I love getting your emails. And when you uh, include your name, your age, where you live. Hi, listen. Is that too much to ask? Picture. Um, So, okay, but first, quick uh, mention here. I got to tell you about Texture, okay? These are my sponsors. So I love them. They keep the show free, and this is an amazing service. So I just want to know, what's your New Year's resolution? Maybe you want to learn to cook, stay in shape, get in shape. Picking one, that's easy. It is sticking to your resolutions. It gets tough, and Texture will help you see it through. 
Starting at less than $10 a month, Texture offers unlimited access to all of your favorite magazines for less than the price of three magazines at the grocery store. Yeah. I just yeah. saves trees too. Saves exactly. And yeah. it saves you hoarding magazines like right. I do because I think I'm going to read them all. Like when I went to Israel last year, I bought 16 magazines, no joke, because I'm like, I'm going to read. Were they written in Yiddish or Hebrew? No, but I was like, I'm tra I'm traveling for 15 hours. And my mom, I literally had a bit. She was, what are you doing? Why are you Throwing schlepping so much stuff? A magazine away is a, a defeat. It's hard. I, it's I, like, I, I, I understand. Especially if you haven't read it and you're like, it's a waste of money. I'm a loser because I didn't ever get to right. it. It's hard to do. And I'm a hoarder. So I can catch up on every article. My Cosmo, my Glamours, my InStyle, everything that comes to you, you read the latest news on your tablet or your smartphone. Time Magazine, no matter where you're at. And it's so easy to use. You click the headlines on the cover page. They take you right to the articles that interest you. If literally any magazine you can think of, they've got on the app. They even recommend stories for you. So if I read something about, you know, dating apps, they'd be like, oh, Vanity Fair just had this great piece on dating. So it's kind of super, you have like every magazine at your fingertips. Um, they're all available to you, hundreds of them. So sign up for Texture right now. Gain insider access to the best reads and exclusive content. Here's the best part. They're offering my listeners a free trial. So go to texture.com slash Emily. That's texture.com slash Emily. Try it for free. And uh, for a month, check it out. You'll love it. I swear, you'll never buy a magazine again. Also, the Womanizer, okay? This toy is the talk of the sex toy world. I cannot go a day with people who don't even like art in the industry being like, have you heard of the womanizer? So if you've listened to the show, I've talked about it. I even reviewed it. A while back, the owners asked me if they could send me one and I've talked about it on the show, you know, because I agree to every sex toy. What am I gonna say? No. Mm -hmm. It was designed in Germany and unlike anything else in the market, it indirectly stimulates the clitoris using suction. It's kind of like a sexy ear thermometer is what it looks like. Silicone cylinder There's no on such the thing face. As a sexy ear thermometer. It is though. Really? It has little. Yeah, it has like. You got to check it out. Um, it's kind of like um, you place it over your clitoris, kind of like how their partner might use their mouth. Mm -hmm. But while it's on, you can vary the suction and move it to create this just like really intense experience. I kind of think it's how every woman wants a guy to right. know her clitoris, and he doesn't really know how to suck it or lick it like so this. So this would be a great tool too to show your guy, like, hey, exactly. this machine's doing what you study this machine. Are you sure it's... you can't stand up and it dangles? No. Um, but most women in their focus group achieved orgasm in one minute. So what? it's a 60 second orgasm. I did too. I was like, no way. Quick fix. Yeah. Quick, quick fix. fix. Exactly. Yeah. So back to me. Yeah, I tried it. They weren't kidding. It's amazing. The suction is adjustable. You position it to create all these really cool sensations that I'm like, oh yeah, that's like, if I could explain to my guy and be like, this is exactly how you should go down to me or touch me. Like the womanizer knows. I don't oh. know how it knows. Um, it's in its own category. There is no other toy like it. Go to sexwithemily.com. Click on the womanizer banner for more information. Um, and you'll see what I'm all talking about here. I'm just saying it's the talk of the town. This is how you do this it. This is how you suck my clit. Uh, should, that should be like this a little is how song you coming off it. the head. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Emails. <laughs> Hi. This penis can serve no purpose anymore. People Goodbye. People feel that way. There's always use for penis and cuddling. That was a little two, 2001 reference then. What'd you say? This penis can serve no purpose anymore. What's that Goodbye. from? 2001. How? Talking to Dave. Yeah, it's lost on you. Okay, You're not a it. cinephile. No, I was. People who know how know what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. You won't. I'll play it. You've got it right there. I You're such a it. clip master. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. It doesn't make me a clip master. It just makes me a movie man. A clip, not clit. Oh. Or clit, maybe. I have no <laughs> That's idea. That's how the robot in 2001 talking to, to, to Dave.
telling mm-hmm. them that he did I get die. it. I'm okay. so glad we clarified that. Nope. Penis Hi, Emily. No I got an email, dude. I'm a 26-year-old woman from Austin, Texas. I listened to your podcast on the iTunes podcast app. I really enjoyed your podcast as I'm currently working on my master's in health education. Eventually, my goal is to be a sexual health educator. I've been with my boyfriend over six months and we're fairly active in bed. But despite my goals to be a sex educator, I find myself at a loss for words when I try to communicate my needs. I'm able to orgasm most of the time with him during intercourse. And when we're not afraid of bringing toys, we're not afraid of bringing toys to the bedroom. We've gone out and purchased vibrators together and use them often. My issue is he doesn't seem to be willing to be put in the time for foreplay to get me warmed up. What I really want is to be romanced or for him to give me some sensual attention before our clothes even come off um, and continue after they do. But I'm not sure how to communicate that without making him feel like what he's done so far is not good enough. I've tried to drop hints, sometimes not very gracefully, and it's gotten slightly better. But even when I do get some foreplay time, he always goes straight for the clit. Mm. How do I effectively communicate to him that I need him to slow down? Thanks, Leanne. Leanne, I understand the communication communication conundrum, conundrum of communication. Um, totally get it. And I want you to know that I've been a sex educator for 10 years, and it even took me a while into this show, into doing it, to talk to my partner, even though that's what I talk about. I'm much better at it now, but just know this. It gets easier with practice, and he wants to please you in the foreplay department. Like, believe me, he just doesn't know how. And since you know what might work for you, we have to find the right language to communicate your needs. So I don't know, Leanne, maybe you're worried about hurting his feelings. Try framing it in a more positive way. So I like to talk about the compliment sandwich. Here's this. Sex with you is so incredible, babe. I love the way you kiss me. And you know what would be even hotter? If you spend some time going down on me, kissing before you like go down on me, if you like kissed my inner thighs and like slowly undress me, like that time that you like unbutton my shirt, or you just give an example of maybe one time you did it or just what you would like. So you tell him what you love and something you'd like even more. You're so good with your hands. I want to feel them all over me. So something like that. So you're not being like, I need more of this. I need more of that. Because instantly I think when you get feedback it as a sounds guy. Like a nag. You're nagging. You're nagging. Hey, what would you call that? A compliment? Compliment sandwich. Can you just call it manipulation? <laughs> you could. Yeah. But you also say like, you know, I love when you do this. It's incredible. No, it's a compliment sandwich. So you're getting compliments. You're getting suggestions. I feel like you're calling that as manipulation in itself, ironically. You called it that. But if we all want to get the sex that we want. So mm-hmm. also, Leanne, have you ever played show and tell? A little foreplay game? What? Mm-hmm. Does that harken back to like childhood? Yeah. Oh, no. It's kind of like she knows the rules, and I think that you guys both know the rules, but you can get your point across. So let's say you like to have your nipples rubbed. You can show him how you want him to be touched, because it sounds like you just need more upstairs touching than him just going right off the clit. And I've been saying this for years. I've even had guys are like, I've been together with, and I'm like, what? Like, you've never touched my breast. You go right, and they unzip the pants. I'm like, do I even have breasts? Like, do you even know? Like, if you saw my breasts in a lineup, would you pick them out? Right. Like, guys I've been sleeping with for six months, I'm like, I don't think he's ever seen They're my vagina breasts. Vagina guys. Vagina dudes. No, most guys are, because you guys are turned on. I, I get it. I think most guys are boob guys, actually. Yeah. 
They're ass guys, I think. You don't see rhinoplasty happening to the vagina nearly as much as the boob jobs occurring. Well, they're easier to get. And, and rhinoplasty doesn't work. I mean, boob, uh, vagioplasty. Rhino is the nose. The That's nose. funny they call it rhino because the rhinos have Rhino, horns. I know. Okay. And I don't think it has anything to do with that. Um, <laughs> so let's say you like to have your nipples rubbed, Leanne. Show him how you want to be touched. And you can just like seductively like be like, God, this feels really good. And show him that like that's what you did to yourself maybe when you're masturbating and have him put his hands over and mimic that. Because we have so many erogenous zones that are often ignored, back of legs, neck, behind the ears, and they typically need to be stimulated adequately before we come become aroused, before the belt. And guys, like I said, he's all turned on your boyfriend. I'm sure he loves you. He's got his boner, and he's like, I just got to move <laughs> into it, right? Um, he's got his bone, you know? He's well, got his heart on, he's ready to go. Here's the reason why, Leanne, and, and everyone, that, that their erections are the center of their sexuality. So they don't understand touching their partners Mm. is a need. It's actually a requirement Eh, before intercourse. Don't speak for all mankind. Many men. Okay. Okay? And if he's observant at all, which hopefully he is, he'll notice you touching certain spots of yourself, and he'll hop on, and he'll figure out that that's what you like. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You he might even show... become threatened, like, ah, she doesn't have to do it. I, I could do it. Exactly. You can, like, moan, compliment him, tell him he's doing a great job, pet his, you know, hey, good job, honey. Just take his hand and guide it. Guys want, they, they want, want to be told what to do. direction, but they don't do. want to ask for the direction. They don't want to ask. They don't show want to have a conversation the just like you don't because it's uncomfortable. But you can take his hand and put it wherever you like, and he's exactly. going to accommodate you unless he's a dick. Right. It sounds like he's not. He just yeah. is, you're not able to communicate, which I get. So those are some some ways to do it. So, guide man, good luck. Hand. Let me know how it goes. I think uh, this will be great for you. So. When to get intimate in a new relationship. Dear Emily, this is the first. I actually followed Patty's rule. She means Patty Stanger. And didn't have sex before monogamy. But now my question is, when is the right time in a monogamous relationship to have sex? I've known my boyfriend since high school and we're now seniors in college. We recently reconnected and he made our relationship official after two months of dating. I actually feel relieved knowing there's no rush to have sex and knowing that I haven't already ruined a good thing, finally learning from past experiences. So when is the time to take it to the next step and get intimate? Thanks for your help. I'm an avid reader of your columns, your writings, and your writings are what finally got me on track to have a healthy relationship. Thanks, Audra. Oh, Audra, I'm so glad that I can help you and I'm going to help you some more here. So, um, okay. Audra? First of all, Audra. I'm always really... What? Weird one. It's a weird name. I love the name Audra. They misspelled Audrey. No, I like it. I have a friend named Audra in San Francisco. It's odd. Rough. Okay, so this is what I love. I love when people email and they're like, listen, I, I'm totally self-actualized. you know, actualized. Like, I, I, I understand what my issue is and help me deal with it. So, so I love that she said, this was my past problem and I tried to correct it. So great job learning from your past and making positive changes with this new guy. Um, and I'm glad I can help you in your growth. But here was her issue. So she said in the past, I'm assuming she slept with guys too quickly. Now, Patty Stanger, millionaire matchmaker, was on the show, as you recall. And um, she, Patty's rule, which she's talking about, is actually based on Pat Allen, who's who's an educator, her teachings. And to break it down simply, Pat Allen says you need to wait for commitment to have sex. And the reasoning is that when you have sex, especially as a woman, the brain releases the hormones like the oxytocin and all that that makes you feel more attached to the person. And oftentimes when women have sex too quickly, they end up falling for the wrong guy because they have sex too soon. I say if you have sex quickly, it's like you're so attached that you can't see the red flags waving in the distance because this guy's amazing and he's everything, but you barely know him because you slept with him on the first date. So, okay, Audra, that's just your background on, on why she waited to be monogamous before she gets intimate. But she has not gotten intimate yet. So, Audra, I'm going to assume you're already being intimate with kissing and foreplay. 
I'm just going to make that assumption that some of that's happened in the last two months, which is a great place to start. And as far as timing goes, like the time to actually have intercourse, just don't put pressure on yourself. There is no rush. And it sounds like you found a really patient guy. I would say just keep on doing what you're doing. Make sure that you're focusing right now on learning what your body likes and enjoying sex and what your body needs. Because a lot of women, it's it's very common that they have sex to please their partner or to they, when they're having sex, they're thinking more about what their partner needs are, especially at your age, and not about their own. So I would just take this time for exploring together and alone. Don't forget about masturbation. And make sure that you're figuring out your body, what makes you feel good, and that you guys are really communicating with each other. And things will progress naturally. Believe me, you're going to know when you want to have sex with them. You're just going to know when the time is right. Um, so again, I'm not, I know that you, you know, stuck to the wait till monogamy rule. I'm not huge fan of rules, but I will say that I don't like when you get, people get pressured into sex at all. I don't believe in it. It's a horrible thing to do. Um, and so it sounds like your guy's not doing that and you're going to know when you're ready. So just keep exploring. And I think the longer you wait, the better in the sense of like, don't put pressure on yourself, but just have a lot of fun, you know, getting there, building it, learning your body, all that stuff. So have a good time. And, um, Good luck with this. And keep me posted, Audra, on the relationship, how it's going. Okay, next email. How do I make my pregnant wife feel sexy? Oh. Oh, what? What are you eating? A brownie? Those brownies are still there? I haven't had dinner. Are the chocolate ones? I'm sorry. Are are the chocolate ones still there? They're all chocolate. They're brownies. No, one had, okay, but one had nuts in them and one chocolate chips. There's like mint and pecan left. Ah, pecan I hate. All right. Okay, Emily, I feel like this is a safe place for communication about things. I can't really talk with this talk about with my wife. Okay, back up. Emily, I feel this is a safe place for communication about things I can't really talk with my wife about. So here it goes. Kay and I got married in September 2011. Earlier this year, we got pregnant. She's 27 weeks along and seems pretty unhappy with her pregnant body. How can I make her more comfortable? Is there anything I can do to help her feel, help her feel better? Thanks for reading D. So there's a whole subgenre of um, pregnant porn. Oh, that'll make him feel better. Yeah. And he should um, set it up so that he gets caught masturbating to it by her. And she'll be like, oh, he's into it. But then she'd be like, well, why aren't you just sitting and looking at me? You think that pregnant woman's hotter than I am? Well, pregnant mm-hmm. women are, you don't you don't want to mess around with their hormones and their, no. sometimes they don't irrationally. One of that, the main that reasons was creative, why, though. That was, I got to give you points for, for creativity. One of the main reasons why I've not knocked up the wife is I'm afraid of the uh, the hatred that she will have for me. Well, it's so funny because two of my best friends are pregnant right now. Funny, they don't even know each other, live in LA, and they're both like eight months. They're about to give birth. Like, they could, I get a call right now. And it's funny, and I've had lots of friends who have kids that they just, yeah, you just you're like Tourette's with the mouth of the husband. Like you say things you're like I hate you, and yeah. I don't know why you have this alien in my body. Like I love you, you know. It's like because you know your hormones are raging. You're you know emotional. I feel like it's, it's like you're PMSing for nine months. PMS like times a hundred for nine ladies, months with some ladies. Yeah, right. So first of all, you're an amazing husband, D. I love that you're even asking this question. It shows that you really like you know Cares. care about her. Um, it's a tough issue because it's such a sensitive time for women. But the best you can do is to reassure her. And help her feel sexy. Let her know how much you love her and that you find her attractive. And I know I'm always talking about complimenting your partner on the show, but I believe this is a time where you can never do it too often, do it too much. Because, you know, 
you know, let her know you find her even sexier now. You're still sexually attracted to her. And then be specific. Like, say, God, your breasts look so great or your hair looks amazing. Your eyes are sparkling. I mean, be really, get creative with your compliments. I mean, because you mean them. I'm sure when you're looking at her, the things that you're thinking, you got to say them. You also have to go further than words. I would amp up the physical affection. Lots of hand-holding, you know, cuddling. And I'm telling you, every woman who's pregnant wants foot rubs, back rubs, especially foot rubs. Can you imagine carrying around like 50 extra pounds? Or you can take her to a... It costs 20 bucks for an hour. Oh, my God. Go to a place that... Yeah. Take her to a place. Just do little things that make her feel really good and feel loved and feel supported because... When women are pregnant, they're thinking like, you know, he doesn't understand, you know, and you're thinking, I'm going to work, I'm paying the bills, maybe. Mm-hmm. Guys are thinking, and she's like, oh my God, I'm in pain, I can't breathe, I can't sleep, um, I don't, I feel, you know, awful, I feel ugly. And so, you know, she's going through the ringer to birth your child. Right. So, you know, the most you can do is just to, you know, be attentive, even more so than you already are. Surprise her with little gifts, you know, bring home, well, I was thinking about, you know, women love gifts. Everyone loves gifts. Don't you mm-hmm. like gifts? gifts people are, say gifts they don't like good. gifts. Gifts are all right. And it could just be, I'm not telling you to go out and spend zillions of dollars, but like think about it, like something that just she loves. Just a little just because gift. Yeah, that can give yeah. them out of, out of the blue. They, they like that. Yeah, it's they fun. Like, shiny like a little shit. necklace, get her some accessories. I would not buy her clothes right now. Or unless it, unless it's sexy. like a muumuu. Don't buy her muumuu. Or something sexy. They got sexy. How many, they do how many sexy lingerie. She? She's uh, like eight months pregnant. Oh, so sex is out, right? Yeah. Because uh, it's a threesome, technically, after the th- second trimester. I mean, yeah, like, and also, like, you want to, right, exactly. Do things that you wouldn't normally, you know, if you're, you might be thinking, oh, she always empties the dishwasher. Empty the dishwasher. Like, do things that, like, those acts of service that are just harder for now that you, she's probably not even telling you about, but she's like, I can't even stand paying the bills this month. You know what? Pay the bills this month. Um, and also, being a man, you want to fix problems. You might want to say, well, babe, you feel fat. Go to the gym or maybe have lunch. There. No, no. This is the time when you really have to listen. And this is for most. This goes for most men in general. A lot of times women just they don't want you to fix it. They want us to listen. They what we want you to listen. So sympathize with her. Understand it's a hard time. She's emotional. She's exhausted. Um, and, you know, she's probably feeling insecure. So just be supportive and understanding of her D. Um you know, really, these are all the things you could do. The little, every day, you should just think about what can I do today to make her life a little better. A little easier. Yeah, like pick up the slack at your end a little bit. I, I don't really know how I feel about these guys that are like, okay, my wife's pregnant now, so she can't go to the gym. I'm not going to the gym anymore. She can't do this, the, so I'm not doing that anymore. The sympathy weight? I don't like that. Yeah, or I'm putting on, I think it's a bit too much. Right. It's a bit like, you know. I think you, it's just an excuse for guys who don't like working out, right? Or you're keeping your balls in her purse. You know, a little bit. Because I have a friend who loves to work out. Like, it's his favorite thing in the world. Seriously? And, and when just... she got, she's got been pregnant three times, and he has to stop working out because for she nine gets... months because she gets pregnant and she doesn't work out. It's absurd. I, Wait, I think it's too much. do the wives say to their partners, like, hey. Depends I... on the wife, yeah. But some do, I and I think it's a bit too much. Out. It is too much. Like, if fact, I get. Because you probably feel better if you work out. If Most I get people... my wife pregnant, I'm going to continue to smoke and drink. Just because she can't doesn't mean that. But I will do more you might around take the house. It outside, though. I'll do more around the house for her. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's a happy medium. You just have to. And again, do you hope this kind of sparked your mind about some things? You have to. Yeah. And you show, and also, guys, if your wife isn't pregnant, you should still do these things. It's a great uh, point they bring up, though. I mean, she's just care. Every step she takes is <sighs> extra. It's, it's, it's extra. so hard. I talk so to my like, friends all the time. It's just get a weighted vest and walk around with it. It's good. For, it's good exercise, and uh, it'll give you a, give her a little sympathy. Right. Exactly. Give you a little sympathy. Oh, D. Okay, I got so a weighted it, vest. It's it's great. I put twenty. 25 pounds on it and walk around the neighborhood, walk my dogs. Why? Because I lost 25 pounds and I want to remind myself what it feels when like. When did you lose 25 pounds? Oh, thanks for noticing, kid. No, Jesus I know in the Christ. last year you have, but yeah, yeah. is everything in, in the last year. Here's my question for you, though. Do you wear it because it helps you lose weight, too? 
It's also good for like you know, you losing weight. I, I and then if Is I put if I put on weight? a pound, I take a pound out of the vest, and it keeps it it keeps me cognizant of how much I lost, so that I'm not going to take it for granted. You know what I mean? And it feels great when you take it off. That's really Float smart. Float around the house. Yeah. Where Where did you get it? <laughs> I felt so bad. I, I ordered it on Amazon, and my poor uh, uh, mail lady. I saw her. I, I was in the office. Twenty five pounds. And I saw her. No, it was forty pounds. It goes up to forty pounds. It's sandbags. And I saw her like, stumbling across my front lawn. I ran out. And I was like, sorry. Felt bad for her. Wait a minute. That's really cool that you yeah. do that. I mean, but, but is it okay for your time? knees and stuff? Like, I'm young. You are young. I'm well, right. I know you lost weight, but I didn't know that was how. Did you wear that as you were losing weight? No, it's just fit? an extra incentive that I decided how to tack on. How did you lose on, weight? Uh, by counting calories. Really? Hardcore. But yeah. you've always exercised. Yeah, yeah. Were these brownies in your calorie counting? No, I'm kind of letting go right now, and it's, oh, it's ugly, Thank and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm putting on some weight, so I'm taking weight out of the vest. You, you, don't, you look great. You are very handsome, actually. Thank I was you just very, saying that. Like, I was looking at pictures like, Anderson's really handsome. Oh, like, that's I, so not sweet. That I, so Because I don't look, I mean, obviously you are, but you look, look, you look, you look pretty good there, too, Em. Is she fishing? I think she's fishing. No, I'm not fishing for that. You're looking good, Em. No one did tell me I looked pretty today, but that's cool. Really? No one? You look extra pretty today. I was, thank you. If I didn't know better, you're pregnant. You're glowing. I'm so not pregnant. There's a glow about you. I had to get x-rays the other day, and they're like, any chance you're pregnant? I'm like, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope, I'm not. Okay, so that's that's what we got time for. What an amazing show. That was pretty good. Also, follow us on YouTube, <laughs> Twitter. Uh, it's all at Sex with Emily. Facebook, Instagram. Do that, because we actually have really good stuff going on there. And um, review us on iTunes. If you like the show, do that. And I love you all. Thanks do for it. listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Yoda's green. <laughs> Okay, everybody, Um, we talk a lot about resolutions and New Year's coming up, and I've got a big one for you, even me. Take time to relax and de-stress in 2016, because you know, stress is one of the biggest killers of your sex drive, and we all want to have better sex next year. Oh, you know what goes great with relaxation? My amazing aromatherapy candles from Emily and Tony. So what is the massage candle you're thinking? Well, It looks like a regular candle, comes in three different scents that all smell amazing, but when you light it, the candle instantly turns into a luxurious massage oil that you use on yourself or with a partner. In fact, I got an email from a listener. My girlfriend was skeptical at first, but agreed to try the warm oil on me first and gave me a back rub. Then I reciprocated and we had amazing sex. She could not stop talking about how good the candle smells and how great the massage oil feels. And I'm convinced the scent in the candle helped us through some of the barriers to sex we face lately. Oh, and here's this, people. For a limited time, get 50% off all Emily and Tony products at emilyandtony.com. Use code Emily. I guess I don't even need to use code Emily because it's 50% off. Go for it. Oh, and one more thing. Your penis, your penis, your penis. Um, I want you to last as long as you want in bed because, hey, there's an orgasm gap. We know this, right? Women, 20 to 40 minutes. Men can last between six and eight. Some men only last a minute or two. If you want to double that time in bed, you want to last longer and you don't want to take a pill or antidepressant. That's what they give you. Try Promescent. It's a quickly absorbing delay spray that you put in your penis 10 minutes for sex. Your partner doesn't even have to know you're using it. And it doesn't transfer your partner. It just lets you focus on your partner's hot body. You don't need to think about baseball or anything like that. So you don't ejaculate too quickly. Um, you, you know, Promescent also, only FDA approved treatment for premature ejaculation um, to try it. Only, and even if you want to last longer in bed, you're going to love it. Promescent.com. Thanks for listening.